What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Crown Dreams Podcast. Welcome to this new episode. As you know, it's another sports edition. Today, we're going to be covering, we're going to be talking about the divisional round of the playoffs that's happening today and tomorrow. And also, we're definitely going to be talking about that big James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets trade. And we're going to be touching on a little bit of WNBA free agency. So, so let's get to it. So t- today we have two divisional playoff round games. We have the LA Rams versus the Green Bay Packers, and we have the Baltimore Ravens versus the Buffalo Bills. And on tomorrow's slate, we got the Cleveland Browns versus the Kansas City Chiefs, and we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints. So to start, we're going to go over the games, then we're going to go over my predictions for the games. And so the first prediction that we're going to go over is the L.A. Rams versus the Green Bay Packers. I believe that Green Bay will win this game. I believe that Aaron Rodgers is wants to get back to the promised land. I know he wants to get another Super Bowl. So I expect the Green Bay Packers to beat the L.A. Rams. Um, I predict the score. I think the score will be 31-17 to 17, Green Bay. The Rams' defense is leave through. They are tough. They proved me wrong last week when I said that they was going to shut down. I mean, when I said that that they are that they were soft. So I do believe that Green Bay. I believe that Green Bay will exploit that defense. They're tough defense, but they are facing the most talented throw of the football. They are facing the one of the most talented, the most talented quarterback of all time. And Aaron Rodgers, and I believe he wants to get back to that promised land bad enough. And I believe that this this year, the Green Bay Packers will will make it to the Super Bowl. That's a sneak preview of my Super Bowl pick. Um, we also have the Baltimore Ravens versus the Buffalo Bills as tonight's nightcap. I believe that Buffalo will beat Baltimore. I believe that the way that Buffalo been trending all season, they. Josh Allen has proven that he is elite. Stephon Diggs has proven that he is elite. And when that offense is rocking, they are rocking. I expect Josh Allen to have a great game. And I've been hearing all week that it might be snowy conditions, so that might hinder Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens offense. So I do expect Josh Allen and his team to fare better in the snowy conditions than I expect the Buffalo, I mean, than I expect the Baltimore Ravens to, to fare in those snowy conditions. So I think my score would be um it's gonna be a low scoring game because of the, the snuff there is. It's gonna be 17 to 14 Buffalo. I think I think it'd be a low scoring game, but I believe that Buffalo will pull it out because they have more experience playing in those adverse conditions more than the Buffalo more than the Baltimore Ravens. Sorry, I keep messing that up. So for tomorrow games, we have the Cleveland Browns versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I expect Kansas City to win this game. I believe that Patrick Mahomes is on a warpath of greatness. He is on a warpath to be the GOAT someday. And I believe it's, it's already started, but I believe I believe his, his journey goes 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 stronger tomorrow. I believe that Kansas City will destroy the, the Cleveland Browns. I believe it'd be like um, 38 to um, 38 to, to 14 because I believe when when Cleveland gets behind early, I believe they will try to put the ball in Baker's mate and Baker Mayfield hand. 
And I believe that that is a recipe for disaster. And I believe that Kansas City will take advantage of that. And I know how explosive that Kansas City offense can be. And I think that Patrick Mahomes will be at his best tomorrow. And I think he will show why he is considered today one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play already in his young career. And while at the end of his career, he will be considered the GOAT. So the next game, the, the, the last game tomorrow's nightcap, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints. If this was a couple of years ago, I probably would have said it's going to be a shootout. I'm talking like 45, 42, might even get to the 50s. But as you know, that's not who these team, teams are anymore. That's not who Drew Brees is anymore. That's not who Tom Brady is anymore. But they both are still like winners. They both know how to win a game. They both know how to go after it. So I do believe that tomorrow the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will beat the New Orleans Saints based off what's already happened this season. New Orleans have beaten Tampa Bay two straight times and the games have not been close. So I expect Tampa Bay to get some revenge tomorrow. I expect Tom Brady to come out firing. I expect Tom Brady to come out motivated to make it to another Super Bowl to prove that he can make it to a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. So I expect I expect Tampa Bay to win 31 to 24. I expect them to beat the Saints at 31 to 24. I expect it to be a good game. It's supposed to be a highly, a highly um close game. And you know, I, I think this is Drew Brees' swan song. I think this might be his last game. So I expect him not to go down without a fight. I expect him to fight to the last second, goes off the clock. But I do expect Tampa Bay to make it to the NFC Championship game. You know, I can't, I can't wait to, um, to really watch these, to watch these, these playoff games because all eight of these, these teams are good teams. Like there is no team that you feel like who's a distinct underdog, well, except for the, the LA Rams. <clears throat> except for the, the, the LA Rams, be because of their um, quarterback situation. I don't believe that um, that Jerry Goff is is that guy as I as I covered last week. Even though he showed a lot of toughness coming in right after thumb surgery last last week, he showed how tough he can be. He showed how battle tested he he can be. But I just don't believe that he's good enough to lead that team past the Green Bay Packers. So you know, but other than that, there is no team on this in these eight. These eight teams that are like clear underdogs. I think any team could, could be beaten. I think that any team could win. So it'd be exciting to watch the unpredictability of these games. So now to move on to the news that everybody's talking about, the big news of this week, the news that has changed the NBA landscape. James Harden going to the Brooklyn Nets, the team with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. This is these are the most these three are the most lethal scorers the NBA has ever seen, and now they're all on the same same team. Man, just like on paper, on paper, it's it's like they can score 140 a, a night. But, you know, but we gotta see how that works, how the chemistry works. Who's gonna sacrifice? Who's gonna be the um the Chris Bosch of the big big three? Who's gonna be the facilitator? Could it be James Harden? We already seen. James Harden has led the league in assists once in his career, so we got to see if, if he's going to be the facilitator. 
with Kyrie Irving as the facilitator. No matter in which iteration those those two positions go in, I believe that Kevin Durant is the alpha male. This is his team, and he's going to be the leading scorer. He's going to be, be the man. He cannot defer. I believe for Brooklyn to reach their full potential, Kevin Durant has to be the best player on that team, and I do believe that he will be. You know, and I know this this trade has us dreaming of a Lakers versus Nets finals. LeBron James, Anthony Davis versus Kyrie Irving, KD, and James Harden. You know, I, I know that we're all dreaming it, and um, you know, and this trade might be we might be looking back at it come come May or June, whatever the NBA finals is this year. Like, yeah, this really did change the landscape of the association. You know, it might might be treated to the best seven-game series of all time. You know, we got LeBron the final versus his former teammate Kyrie Irving versus his rival and Kevin Durant. AD, AD and James Harden, you know, AD and Kevin Durant, because I want to see how Anthony Davis actually defends Kevin Durant. Because I know if I'm looking on, on a series, I think Anthony Davis would be the one that would be defending Kevin Durant because how good of a defender that, that Anthony Davis is. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that matchup. But there's a lot that can happen between now and then just because of the fact that we can't forget about the 76ers of the world. We can't forget about Boston. can't forget about Portland. We can't forget about um, the Phoenix Suns. You can't forget about you, you, you can't forget about the, the, the other contending teams. You really cannot forget about the other teams who will be contending. You can't forget about Denver with Jokic playing at the MVP level. You know what I mean? You can't forget about those. You can't, can't forget about them. We got to... Because they can shock somebody. Because Mark Jackson said something last night on our ESPN um, broadcast where he pointed out that there is no team in the league that looks like they can't be beaten. Any team can be beaten. You know, you, you got the Clippers. They coming back motivated, as Paul George said yeah, yesterday. He's coming back with a revenge mindset, and um, we'll see how he does in the playoffs because we know how good he is in the regular season. The problem with him has just been the playoffs. Like, you know what I mean? We got to see what Paul George looks like when it comes back to playoff time, whether he got his mental right. You know, can't forget about the Clippers, him him. Kawhi is still a top five player in this league, you know? So we definitely got to see how that turns out. So there's a lot of there's a lot of obstacles for the Lakers to overcome. There's a lot of obstacles for Booking to overcome if both teams want to meet in the finals. So, you know, and, and also we got to look at the other part of this Brooklyn trade with Houston. I don't believe that I don't believe that, that they've gotten worse. They didn't get get better because once you lose a star like James Harden, you really can't get get better. But I believe that for this season, they at least will secure the seventh and eight AFC because I believe that John Wall is rounded in the All Star form. Victor Oladipo is rounded into All Star form, and I believe that as the season goes on, Demarcus Cousins will round into All All Star form. I believe that that team could could make some some noise and. Like in the West as a seven seed, they could take a they could take a team to seven games or six games. I believe that they have that kind of talent. You know, if they work hard, if they play D defense, I believe that this team has a really um 
I believe that they're definitely going to make the playoffs. And Cleveland, they got they got Jared Allen, who's a good young man. His offense has a lot to be desired. But he's a good young big. And I believe that it also gives them freedom to, to trade to Andre Drummond, to trade to JaVale McGee. So I don't believe that it catapults Cleveland into a um, playoff spot, but I believe it does help them in the future when everything comes together for them. And also, we got to talk about the Karis LeVert part of this trade. Karis LeVert, man, that kid will go off. I believe he will average 25 points per game. I believe that he will be, um, I think him and Sabonis will be a great tant be a great tandem and I believe that Indiana will make the playoffs. They've already been trending in the right direction. They play defense. They are a hard working team. And I believe that I believe that Sabonis and um Lavert will kind of put that team into the playoffs. And I believe that they can make some some noise. They won't make it to the finals or the conference finals. But I believe that they can make make some noise because scrappy teams like the Indiana Pacers, we've always seen and playoffs year after year where those teams come out of nowhere and give the top-seeded teams some trouble, you know? Like, I believe that I believe that, that Indiana team is going to be that team in the East this year. But they might surprise, they might surprisingly beat somebody in the first round. So, you know, you got to watch out, you got to watch out for that team. You know, so I believe that, that that trade definitely did shift the whole NBA. I believe now we're looking at different storylines, looking at the standings a little bit different. We're looking at looking at how the season could um could go the rest of the way. So you know it's very exciting. I think this is gonna be one of the most interesting seasons. If it hasn't already been it's been a weird season. As I said on the last podcast, like there's been so many blowouts, so many weird games, weird scores, players, um Certain players out out of shape, as you've seen from Luka Doncic, but now he's rounding into shape. So excited to see what Dallas does with Chris Porzingis rounding in, into form. You know, but there's been like a lot of weird stuff going on this season, and the rest of the season looks to be just as interesting or weird. Especially now with this Nets big three, we're gonna definitely see if this works out. The um, with the chemistry. With the um, we'll see how how great they are because right now they look great offensively and on paper, but defensively, can that Nets team round into a good enough defensive form to be a championship team, to be a championship contender? Because let me tell you, defense matters. As I think the stat goes, that there's been no champion other than the Golden State Warriors, who was number eleven, that's been out of the top ten. In total team defense, so we'll definitely see how Brooklyn corrects that problem. Whether they make more trades, whether they um, add more pieces on the buyout market, so we'll definitely see that. So one last topic that I definitely wanted to, to cover is yesterday at 12 and 1 a.m. About to start a WNBA free agency. Is anybody know me? If you listen to um, some of the um, some of the other podcasts I've mentioned that the WNBA is one of my favorite sports to watch, so I'm definitely um, excited about the WNBA free agency. You know, there's some big names in terms of the WNBA that's um, that are free agents, like Candace Parker, Simone Augustus. You got Tina Charles. Um, you got Neka Gumake who got court yeah yesterday. So 
Alex Sparks got exclusive exclusive negotiating rights with her. So so we'll definitely see um especially now with the new CBA where players are getting paid more, there's new max contracts. I expect to see much more um definitely expect to see much more move movement, be more like a an NBA free agency period. You know, I believe that there will definitely be a lot of movement. We'll see some big signings. Um, also, I'm looking to see who my favorite team, the Minnesota Lynx, um, signed to get us to another level because we already got some young talent the last couple of drives. I think we are on point. We can see if we get some more talent that could catapult us into championship contender status with like with the with like with the Aces, with the Storm. You know. We'll see if we could um, get to those teams' levels because I think that's what everybody is definitely aiming, like aiming for. So we definitely got the um, and of course the the storm, the Seattle Storm with Brianna Stewart, Sue Bird, Sue Bird is actually a free agent with Sue Bird, Natasha Howard. With definitely they're definitely the favorites again going into next year, and we got um, the Aces are also a favorite with. Aja Wilson, we got um, the return of Liz Cambage, and the return of Kelsey Plum. So we'll definitely see how that works. I'm excited to get the WNBA free agency started. Definitely excited to get the WNBA season started, you know. So I'm definitely excited to see that. So I want to thank everybody for definitely listening to this podcast. Thank you for another um, episode, and I'll see y'all next time. Peace.